Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah. And we're back. Hope you had a wonderful holiday break. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 155. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Thank you kindly for tuning into the People's Podcast. Joining me all the way from Los Angeles, California. It's the host of the Hunk Podcast in the face of Dunkin' Donuts. It's your baby brother, Mike Brido Bridenstine. What's up, man? That's a good one. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for having me. Dunkin' Donuts spokesperson. (laughs) <laughs> what do I say, man? I go, I feel pretty good. I don't know. I feel pretty good. That's what I say. Brido was cast as a sweaty pig guy on roof for Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah, man. Sweaty pig guy on roof. I mean, somebody's got to be in that part. <laughs> that was, wasn't that your first commercial? It was. It was not the first to air, but it was the first that I booked. Uh, yeah, it was. I booked it the day Obama was elected in 2008, and I kept saying that things were about to change in Obama's America. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I never ever. I'm not a, jeal- a jealousy guy for people who, who who get things unless it's something that I like. Like I like Dunkin' Donuts. I love I love Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. You got to do like a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee commercial. The Baker Mayfield thing. I love the NFL. Like that's like, oh come on, you get to go be in an NFL stadium and do this and see see the shittiest quarterback ever for the Browns. Baker Mayfield's got to get fired, Bridal. He's got to be gone next season. We can't have another. Wow. Cannot have another season of this. Sadly, I hope his uh, commercial career is taken down the tubes with it. Oh, Real no. brutal, brutal this weekend. Oh my God. Oh, it's just well. I guess what happened with with Antonio Brown? Is it worth knowing about? Because I almost oh, clicked on it. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely worth knowing about Antonio Brown. He's a piece of shit anyway, right? I think he's just crazy. I think he's crazy okay. and needs meds and needs help, and uh, his brain might not be so good. Had no good. If you listen no to the pre, if you listen to the pregame show, you hear about our neighbor uh, Pablo the boxer and. His adventures. Shout out Mike of, Holmes. His, Shout out Mike Holmes. His adventures of. No, Holmes isn't the one whose head is no good. Pablo, Pablo is the one who's head is no good. Okay. Well, there's 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 three Pablo stories or four. There's there's multiple ones. Yeah, I told some Pablo stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, Antonio Brown, which he took a lot of flack for this. He during the game, he is having a moment. And he starts to take off his jersey and his shoulder pads. His helmet is off. And fellow wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Mike Evans, walks over to him and is like, whoa, hey, dude. No, what are you? No, don't. What are you doing? Don't do that, dude. Dude, come on, man. No, don't do this. And then finally, he's just like, well, fuck it. And then just Mike Evans just walks away. Like, you can tell when someone is trying to deal with crazy and they have that moment of, I don't know, man. I can't do anything about this. I know where this leads. And he walks away. He takes off. 
his jersey, his shoulder pad, sets him down on the sideline, walks down the walks down the sideline towards the tunnel, taking off all his wristbands, his his t-shirt type things, all his all his little knickknacks, throwing them into the crowd. And then he's shirtless. He goes into the into the end zone by the tunnel and does like a big like, yeah, getting everyone pumped up. And then he runs off into the tunnel and then he never comes back. Bruce Arians releases him when I think he should have been given a raise because it was the <laughs> it was the hottest thing that happened all weekend. And then there's photos of him uh, outside of the uh, stadium after with his suitcase and his street clothes, waiting for an Uber. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And then the next day, he's at the he's on the sideline, uh, like courtside seats, watching the Brooklyn Nets game. <laughs> Didn't he release a rap single also? I believe so. Yeah. I have not heard that. But I know that he was, he was something, he was, he had three different, um, uh, contingency dealies on his contract where it was like if he got like 55 more receiving yards which he most likely would have he would get another $333,000 if he got like one more touchdown or two more touchdowns it was another $333,000 if he did some other thing that was very likely to happen it would have been another $333,000 it was like a million dollar thing that was broken down and he walked away from all those I like it. I like it. He flipped the Freedom Rockets and he quit. And I do think he had a moment because he has a history of this, whether it's whether you can blame it on mental illness or whether you want to blame it on uh, it's quirky mania or yeah, maybe he just doesn't give a fuck. And I don't think that's the case because this is are not rational things that a normal human being would do. But at the same time, if he's not a danger to himself or not a danger to others, let him fucking do it. But I mean, you can't stop <laughs> because if I don't know we're everything gets in this gray area of is someone crazy or are they different? And that's right. up for a doctor to decide. And if you can't get that right. person to help, you really can never find out like is meta world peace mentally ill or is meta world peace. Just a guy that, has depression issues, which is a form of mental illness. But is he just weird? He's just a weird guy. That's that's the thing. I think that we're talking a lot, not to make it serious, but like we're talking a lot about like mental health shit after COVID with athletes, especially too, because uh, like Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, like were like my mental health comes first. I'm not competing, and people were like, "You are a coward." It's like, uh. I mean, when when I when I've been working, on, I'm doing the side project. If you don't know about uh, the Chicago comedy scene, and a lot of the stories and a lot of the characters in the the like the history of the Chicago comedy scene that we were in, you don't know in the moment. Like looking back, was that person an asshole? Was that person like just going through some mental health shit? You know what I mean? Right. And still, like when somebody that you know is like fucking up or doing wild shit you don't know what their deal is i don't know how like how people how we're supposed to address this to be honest right and then you get into the question of have 
people always been like this or is a lot of this a product of the world we live in? I think it's oh definitely definitely a product of the world that we live in. It's just a question of like yeah how what extent it was happening. Right, before. there's always been people that have mental health issues, but I think it's been escalated. By- when you were when you were 15, how much did you stare at a phone and like furiously? Right. Well, you wait for some babe to call and never calls <laughs> and. Yeah. Then the dance doesn't happen because yeah. she didn't. That's fair. She was yeah. supposed to call you, and then you were gonna go to junior prom, and then she tells you that her grandparents got in an airplane accident, and then you're sitting there in your tuxedo and you're just real steamed. But then she says she wants to hang out anyway, so you go over there and you watch Candyman, and um, then you probably figure out that she's lying, but you lie to yourself and then it just, but you didn't have <laughs> pictures of, you didn't have pictures of like everybody at the dance and like every, like, you know, like right. everybody who's doing way more awesome than you FOMO. At the top of your feed. FOMO on top of being depressed is awful because you're sitting alone in isolation and in, in a, in a, uh, as a way to connect with people in a isolate, but still stay in your safe space. You go onto Instagram or Twitter and you see everyone else having a blast, but you feel like you can't do it because your head's no good. And then (laughs) you get sad because your head's no good and it gets worse and worse and worse. And then you look at it more and more and more. But I don't think Antonio Brown did that. I think Antonio Brown's just good old fashioned manic depressive, or he's got CTE and the NFL maybe should have um, evaluated that when maybe forced him to be in some sort of brain scans. Don't they have those where they can look at the brain and be like, well, this all see all these orange places. Those are mashed potatoes now. Uh oh, he came down with the orange places. They definitely don't want that, though. They, oh my God, they're just—they're if everyone's it's a if, fucking house of cards over there at the NFL. If everyone started getting scanned for actual brain damage, like they can do, and, and yeah. then they say like, "Well, no, you got to cut the brain open to really see it." I'm like, no, there's you can look. You're yeah. there's technology that you can look because it. You would be like, what? Well, Aaron Rodgers isn't playing football ever again. That's that can't happen. He's had forty nine concussions. Oh, these kids! These kids have been playing tackle football since they were twelve, man. Like or right. younger, like like Pop Warner football. Yeah, man. Their their heads are. That's why fucking OJ murdered a waiter. Yes, I mean that might not be why. He might have been a guy who wanted to murder, but. Then got the concussions over the and over again. The wife was the wife was passion. The murder was CT. The the, the waiter was CT. Right. It, it may take your. It may take the uh, the old the old facets that make you not do stuff out of the equation. It's like you know, Rod and Goldman's just returning some sunglasses, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was, right? A bad situation know. for everybody. Everyone, you gotta, man, you gotta not go there. You gotta just break up with OJ, or you gotta not live in that yard because, you know, you should have. There's, <laughs> that's so, there's that's just so, too much, that's so too much money so in ignorant. football to, to do any of this shit, though. But so, like, uh, did I was you listening see, to. Did you see Naked Gun? He's insane. 
he's going to kill you. It's just so, I love that, that ignorant statement of, oh, Jay, he's obviously going to kill these guys. They knew. That's their fault. They shouldn't have been there. See, I watched that movie and I really thought it would have been Reggie Jackson to kill uh, people. If you went by the movie, yeah, it would make a lot of sense. Reggie Jackson, yeah. also a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was listening to a podcast before, like, because this conversation made me made me think, like, there's too much money in football to ever truly deal with this. They're just going to be like, well, there's going to be a thing that we have to live with every now and then. Their heads are going to cave in, and sorry. That's how, like, that's how football was 100 years ago, by the way, until Teddy Roosevelt. Everybody pictures Teddy Roosevelt as this, like, fucking Yosemite Sam character. He watched, like, one football game and was like, fuck no. Like, if, if you, like, in the Leatherheads days, people were getting carted off the field, like, dead or maimed. Right. And, like... In like crazy number, Teddy fucking Roosevelt, the pew 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 Teddy Roosevelt, uh-huh. like the guy who led the Rough Riders, saw like a Yale Harvard game and went, no, 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 literal heads not... smashed in, literal yes. like two guys running mm-hmm. as fast as they can and smashing their heads together, <laughs> correct, over like... and over again, because yes. it was legal then. Not only was it. It was completely legal in the game to do that. <laughs> yeah. It was encouraged. And it was like that up until like a few years ago. Spears. Yeah. You could head spear somebody. Well, and, and also like, um, so I, I was equating it to, uh, I listened to this nurse on this podcast and he was talking about like, here's who gets sick from COVID is people who are overweight. And he's like, that's three fourths of americans <laughs> right like we are so fucked like health wise if we ever get like another one of these pandemics or whatever because it's like everybody's a fatty yeah well that's why you're on your 75 hero diet or yeah. whatever it is yeah 75 75 euros 75 euros a day brado's eating it's like it's the it's like the uh, mediterranean diet except it's just all yeah. the all euros I have to eat a lot of lamb a day. What is the diet? Say it really fast. 75 hard. What is it fast? Seven, what do you have to do? Quick, quick. Oh, because we already I'm did on it. A on diet. The I'm on a diet. I can't drink booze. I have to drink a gallon of water a day. I have to take a progress picture every day. I have to do two workouts that are 45 minutes each, one of which has to be outside no matter the weather. And I have to read 10 pages of a self-help book every day for 75 days. If I do not do those, I have to start over. Well, I kind of wanted to join you, but I'm already in Adonis, and I wanted pot pie for dinner, Brado. I'm also going to drink six Miller Lights after the show. Started uh, start tomorrow. I'm only five days in. Eh, I'll probably want the Miller Lights tomorrow, too. We just finished up a quality pregame episode. I want to say a heartfelt thank you to everyone who makes the show possible by supporting on Patreon. And that's the God is Honest Truth. Truth. If, if, uh, if there weren't people who supported the show, there will not be the show. So if you know somebody who supports... The K Money Club, thank them. Say thank you for making this flagship program possible. And you know what? You can also thank Brido too. You just got to go over to Hunk with Mike Bridenstana and your podcast provider of your choice and hit subscribe. Doesn't cost you a thing. Brido will love it. Bang, click. Thank you, Brido. It's that easy. I also want to give a shout out to JT Boyd, who won the ship in our K-Money West Fantasy Football League. Congrats, champ. 
Not sure who won the East, but the West had a fire chat board all season with chug vids and smack talk and brutal competition the way a fantasy league should be. So thanks to everyone who participated in K-Money West, K-Money East, and made it a lot of fun this season. Um, so there you go, Brido. Maybe, maybe Patreon you have a pregame also had a cameo from my wife's Jeep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had to fill four minutes of time. What was I don't even know if it was four minutes. Oh, my God. It felt like an hour. It was, yeah, but it really wasn't that long. It was long enough for me to complain about my um, my arms hurting and uh, describe everything in your office. <laughs> Here's what you didn't see is me going around going. <laughs> <laughs> Brian started to have a meltdown. Then I had to cool off for like five minutes when he came back like the world ended. Why is this happening? Let's get into some power news you can use. In shit-talking gone-wrong news, Jason Derulo unleashed a beatdown on two guys who allegedly mistook him for Usher, which I don't expect everyone to know who Jason Derulo is. He's very popular. I'm going to I'm gonna have to look this up. It, yeah. It, well, I'm going to tell you the whole story. No need to look it up, Brido. Um, I've ta- I think it's been a power groove on this show. Want to Want Me by Jason Derulo, one of my all-time favorite jams. I listen to it at least once a day. Especially at the gym, I probably listen to it twice. Love that oh, song. This dude has a lot of uh, shirtless pics with his like with a boner in his shorts. He's got a big dick. That's his part of his oh. thing, Brad. Oh, he's got a big penis, oh, and he's right? real in good shape. And he makes some cool music, and he's very popular for some reason. Video footage shows Derulo going bonkers, and there's a reason I'm doing this story. Video footage shows Derulo going bonkers on the fellas at a Las Vegas hotel after they talk smack. Derulo and one of the guys were passing each other on the escalator when the guy yelled at Derulo, Hey, Usher! Fuck you, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That was in where, Vegas? It's in Vegas at the Ario Hotel. Oh my God! I would, I would be so happy if that was Scott Bowser. Hey, hey Usher, friend. fuck you, bitch! <laughs> That's amazing. It's just such a sick. It's such a good burn. I would use that on just about anyone. I would like to say that to you. Hey, uh, you t- say something I don't like. Oh, hey, Usher, oh. fuck you, bitch. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. So Derulo, with his big-ass penis, bull rushed the <laughs> dude and crushed him in the face, knocking him oh. on the floor, and then he pimp-slammed his buddy, <laughs> drawing blood on both of them. That's a so first of all the guy's like the guy thought you were someone else. I don't know, but I think it's the, I, I look at it as an insult, like "Hey, Usher." <laughs> okay, Usher. I don't hey, know. Usher, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. That's amazing. The dude wrote the dude pulls over there and just bang busts the guy's whole face open and then slaps the other one and then uh. Yeah, he got kicked out of the Aria Hotel. He, they, oh, they, wow. they, they, they didn't. They came and found him in his hotel room, and they're like, "You, you can't be here, sir." I'm like, "What the fuck? What about the Usher comment?" That's that's an amazing Vegas commercial right there. <laughs> yeah, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. These no, guys- they should get rid. That's been around for too long. They got to change that to Vegas. Fuck you, hey, Usher. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> They got some facial wounds. They're all bloodied up. And um, 
they didn't press charges, but I'm guessing that's coming. Oh my god! I'm guessing. Yeah, you gotta get some of that Derulo money. Yeah, he's, a, he's sold a lot of records. There's a lot of cash sitting there on a table. But I mean, if I'm the if I'm or like they have a Steve Harvey, the comedian, has a new judge show where he's like yeah, Judge I Judy, which I, I saw that. I was like, are you fucking serious? Is Do you this- know why he has that? No. <laughs> you need to look at Judge Judy's bank account sometime. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Judge Judy is 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 like the most highest earning person ever on television or something. Yeah. Obscene. Yeah. It's- yeah. She like owns. I think like Australia. Okay. She has like so much fucking money. It's yeah. It it is something to that effect of the person who's made the most money on television of all time because it's never not on. It's on all day long. Idiots watch it all day long. Bean Snake was bitching the other day. Why don't they have? Why is Judge Judy on on Christmas Day? What the fuck? Why aren't they playing? Um, they should be playing fucking um like Predator and Home Alone and like classic movies. And I was like. Because people are stupid, Bean Snake, and because they don't want to watch those movies, and the TV channels have to pay too much money to get those movies to play them, that it cuts into their profit margin. And the TV channels all fig- they don't give a fuck, so they figured out we'll just pay this Judge Judy shit that play this Judge Judy shit that we already paid for in syndication. Yeah. And people are gonna watch it anyway, and our profit margin's higher because that's the only reason fucking TV exists. Was that you that was complaining about his hair? Like, how did that guy go from a pristine, yes. perfect hairline to shaved head? He's got this big, like, big fucking Uncle Fester head now. And he used to have this lined up, <laughs> beautiful, thick flat top that was so yeah, money. And it was so lined up and clean. Did he just, and he was like, but in his 40s, did he just all of a sudden just poof? That perfect hair just all fell out? Or did he decide? Yeah. yeah. To do that, because it looks... Who fucking knows? I don't know. Maybe just... I don't know. I think that it's a real show of power for a lot of uh, people to do the bald head. I f- Really? Yeah, like The Rock, who could... He didn't... His hair was all going, but there's something about it that I think displays this. It's a real power play of, I don't have time for this shit anymore. No, man. It's... That's the thing. The one is thing is always balding. Always. Who the fuck shaves their head? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel looks like he's got a patchy head. Vin Diesel definitely has a toilet bowl hair for sure. <laughs> he's got the toilet bowl seat for sure. Who shaves their head? I guess a lot after Michael Jordan, uh, they did this thing one time where Jordan shaved his head, and before Jordan shaved his head, nobody shaved their head, and after Jordan, like so. Like, right, like Shaq has has hair, right? He has to. I think he, last time I checked, like Clyde Drexler, you just kept your hair and it looked terrible. Oh, and... uh, see, yeah, Jordan would not have been popular. No, if he had the Drexler hair. No, no, he would have been. He would have been popular, but he wouldn't have been as big. But that's I... why, like, that's why Hulk Hogan, like, rock bandanas forever. Like, I don't think like I would have like liked him as a little kid if he just would have had like. A big noggin. Right. Whereas, like, Stone Cold shaved his head because he was going fucking bald. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And to be fair, black dudes, for the most part, look better with the shaved head. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, don't answer that. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I'll answer it. I'll answer it. I I think it's because, like, if I do it, I just look like a big 
like I got this strawberry pink head and it's just, I need a tan. And yeah. if you've got already more melanin in your skin, it's just a little better. It's a better look. It's just, it, yeah, you know, I guess so. Cause like, it, it's like anything else. It just, you know, you, you get a tan, you look good. And that's when you have your shirt off. So your head has your shirt off now. So <laughs> it makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. They, they, a lot of people look like thumbs, look like butterbeer, right. but like, but the beard shaved head thing seems to work for lighter skinned dudes in a way that, you know. Yeah. Because you need something. You gotta have some something. It can't just be all. Bleh. Yeah, it can't be a thumb. It yeah, be thumb. You can thing. have a nice skin tone. You could have some nice eyebrows, nice beard, goatee, what have you. But you gotta have a little something, which yeah. I don't have a lot going on. When this hair has to go, mm 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 mm. I mean, just any thinning. I was just talking about this, but like that Fredo hair look or the, uh, <laughs> the Fredo hair look. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you gotta, you gotta trim that. Like, it never looks good. You got, you gotta go it's tight, stringy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you gotta cut it all off by any means. I think you can do what you like, but you gotta take those sides down. That's what you gotta do. It's all oh, the. Yeah, you could, you can have like a little something, something going on, because everyone's gonna have to deal with it at some point. But you gotta, you gotta get the sides tight. You can't have them puffy on the side you can't have the dennis franz because <laughs> you know? yeah. i always like yes 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 if you watch like the trajectory of george costanza on um seinfeld seinfeld yeah oh i couldn't remember that show <laughs> if no, you, you were thinking of the next thing that you were yeah if you watch that like slow like towards the end his hair is tighter and it looks way better and in the early episodes it's still like like when jerry has his it's a different time, so the hair's more like comey and long. Well, have you seen Larry David? I was watching Curb and looking at his hair. He essentially has a mullet, right? Larry David, just a white kind of, kind of a quiffed mullet, right? But he doesn't ever shave that tight to his head. It's his look, though. He pulls it off somehow. Right, he does. He does. We all have to make choices. I mean, I can make all these commentaries. I take the I take pills for my head, so uh, <laughs> fucking, I'm doing all I can here. I'm begging, begging for it to stay. I don't know. It's it's supposed to stay. I hope so. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably cheaper if you just shave it. Right, but I like going to get the haircut. Part of my best the, every three weeks I go and I get the nice haircut, and she trims it, and then I go over to the 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 shampoo stage and then i get the sides buzz and then a little trim and then well, shampoo i think st- you should ask her you should look at you should oh, I do. your head and go so uh, i do every discount? time i do <laughs> discounts <laughs> because you see i mean do discount you just just go so uh, uh yeah you got a full head of hair it's just receding a little bit no uh, i say every time every time i'm there i say how's it going how's it looking you'll tell me right you'll tell me when it's time you'll tell me when it's time right you, you promise me you promise and you say i promise you it looks pretty good i'm like i don't know i feel like uh, there's been some trees cut down this this season and maybe it's just you know seasonal and but i think it's gonna be okay for now and if you got a shave, if you got if you're bald, that means that you're just extra masculine. Is what that means. Pop so and Vince look great with buzzed heads. They look great. 
but I'm afraid that I'm not going to be the one that doesn't look cool and that's going to suck. <laughs> Man, we I worked with this dude who had like shaved like his he was bald to like the back of his head. You could see it when he when he trimmed it when it was grown out like after like a couple days like his five o'clock shadow showed that he had his that his head's five o'clock shadow showed that he had like the toilet bowl, but he still looked fucking cool. He played hockey like it looked he looked like you know there's a lot of bald hockey players so yeah. that kind of worked. I want to be one of the ones that look cool, but if I'm not, I don't really have a choice. I can't change my head. I can't change it. No, you're going to look like Jason Statham. That's what I want. I want Jason Statham look, but I don't think I have the jaw. I got a big round peanuts, Charlie Brown head. <laughs> well, you're almost at an age where you can get testosterone. So get you can get that HGH and you legalize it. Oh, the, and you can get, you get that big jaw. <laughs> the big strong jaw. With that big China. <laughs> that China jaw, the world's champion. I Women's love, champion China. I we didn't just alienate half of our audience, Brado. <laughs> so we're all, all mid forties men. Like, what the fuck? You're fucking. I look fucking fine. My hair's fine. You piece. You please both piece of shit. Fucking goddammit. Send me a picture of your head, everybody. I'll tell you it looks beautiful. You have a beautiful head. You have a beautiful penis. I've seen it. I've heard about it. Brad it looks gorgeous. Brad will send you a pic of his tummy and we'll call it even. Yeah. No one's yeah. fucking a hero. No one's an action hero around here. Oh, oh my problem. god! Yeah, if, if anybody saw my stomach, they'd be like, "I do not want that." And I and I see my stomach and I don't want it. I'm glad you have that hair. I'm glad you have it, Brad. You can't have Me? no. That's what they would say. Uh, oh God! Thank God you have that nice quaff because <laughs> I'd feel bad. In PBR news, Pabst Blue Ribbon was trending this week for a tweet that they later deleted. Not drinking this January? Try eating ass. What they tweeted? Pabst Blue Ribbon because people do sober January. A tweet from Pabst Blue Ribbon was not drinking this January. Try eating ass. Oh Capital A S S. Like, like meaning to try that sober. Like it's a joke. Hey, you're not going to drink this month. Why don't you just eat some ass? I don't know. Jeez. That's what they're the person who ran their account. And was this directed at you, Brido? Because you're not drinking this January or ever, so you should be eating ass all the time. That's what PBR. I guess thinks. so. <laughs> I guess so. PBR, sure. Is that part of your diet? Is that part of seventy five hard? I have to eat ass every day. <laughs> twice a day. That's part of my that's part of my diet is eating an ass. Twice a day twice a day for ten minutes. Once outside, no matter the weather. <laughs> eat some ass. Seventy-five asses. My wife's sick of this. Fuck away from me. Get away from me. Come on. It's getting harder. It's getting harder and harder, man. Wife got wife's got the flu. <laughs> Wife wife says no. I had to buy one of those. Go down to the, I had to go to Lover's Lane and get one of those. <laughs> it's getting harder and harder to find a consensual ass. I had to get one of those those porn star asses you buy. <laughs> just I'm just oh, licking this seen. this plastic ass for ten minutes. Man, that's like Kumail's joke where Kumail's like, You thought running a marathon was hard. Try chemotherapy. And he's like, so I guess chemotherapy is, I think running a marathon is hard. So it's like, that's like the same joke, but it's like, you think, why don't you eat ass? Well, I guess I have to. I guess you, PBR told me I had to. <laughs> well, what bothers me is every other commercial has some sexual innuendo. 
Like it's getting more and more for food places, rallies. Oh, that's fucking- see, it's coming. It's coming back around, man. Remember twenty years ago when every commercial was Carl's Jr. tits and pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's what's it's happening. The all new double thick pussy and tits burger. Yeah. Oh. But I'm seeing it in things that aren't even. It's just so it's so forced in there. And then every other commercial is for a pill. So if you get your boner to work or your hoo-ha to get revved up for peen. But like this. So this <laughs> this seems fine. We live in a butt eating world right now. You know, deal with it. That's it. You live in a butt eating world. We do. We do live in a world where people just eat butt and they talk about it and. But I have never seen any comedian ever talk about eating ass on stage till like the last five years. It's like every comic talks about eating ass. On, I guess Andrew DeWitt always talked about eating ass. But like everybody's talking about it. it's the new taboo thing that like that. Remember the Analingo? It's like how <laughs> Oprah had an episode where she's like, this is what your kids are doing. They're eating asses. Yeah. See, that's kind of it, though. Like after munching butts becomes the norm, there really isn't anywhere to go from there. Like there, yeah, there is. Eat full poop. on poop, poop, poop munching. Oh, you can't eat poop. That's like so bad. That's not good for you. You get really That's what sick. Hitler is. That's what Hitler is into that. Like. He was eating poop. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, he did a lot of bad stuff besides that, I guess. But uh, I think he, he ate poop. Shit on. Yeah, but did he eat it. the poop? But I mean, sure, sure. Hitler ate the poop. What are you talking about? Pr- yeah. Prano is all is all step fam stuff now, and like, but what's what's next? Like there, because people get bored with eating butts. They've got to have something new. Like, and there's like, you know, like lick toes. Like that's not weird. We're gonna go back to the classics. We're gonna go back all the way back to the classics. I don't know. Like analog. It's gonna be just analog. It's gonna be finger banging from now fucking, on. Fucking <laughs> armpits, like in prison. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. When Rob Delaney was in prison, this guy goes, "Can I, uh, can I fuck your armpit? <laughs> like, you, can, you can, you can do me." No. And he's like, he's like, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't understand why. Like PBR sells beer. Calm down, okay? PBR fucking inmates' armpit. <laughs> Today's episode of Power Moves is brought to you in part by the new book "Weed: A Connoisseur's Guide to Cannabis" by Ellen Holland. You can follow her on social at Holland Buds. In this loving homage to beautiful bud, author Ellen Holland takes you on a journey into the heart of cannabis, how it's farmed, produced, and appreciated today. It's a beautiful coffee table book filled with photos and information on weed. You'll learn about the variants, cocktails you can make, how to use it for medicine, how to cook with it. You'll learn about the business, the farmers, the science. It's one-stop shopping to become a weed expert so you don't have to rely on Daryl down at the dispensary with a Rip Sublime t-shirt on or one of the babes they have working there just for eye candy and who know nothing, Brido. I mean, I can't, I can't deal with it anymore. I don't even ask questions. I just get something and then all of a sudden I'm way too high for no reason. This book will help you out. I have questions. I need to know stuff, Brido. This book's mm-hmm. going to answer them for you. Every kind can't be for chilling out and for getting stuff done. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. Every time I buy it, oh, this is really good to relax and if you want to get stuff done. Those aren't the same things. Those are opposite. Those are like, you don't give me sleepy time tea to get fired up to do a uh, 
a uh, fucking PowerPoint presentation, and you don't, and I drink a Mountain Dew for that, but they apparently don't know. But you can get this big-ass 256-page coffee table-style book, Weed, A Connoisseur's Guide to Cannabis at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, etc. You can check out the link in the show description. That's Weed, A Connoisseur's Guide to Cannabis by Ellen Holland. Ellen and her husband are part of the esteemed Lister community of Power Moves, so you'll feel good supporting our fellow daddy and dad-at family. And dude, oh no, dude, news. If you're not smoking weed in this January, fucking armpit. <laughs> in dude, oh no, dude, news. <laughs> Video of a man snapping his own neck while jumping a stuff. God damn it. What? This is this is so this is really dark, but it's so stupid. And I right. it's Darwin Awardsy, and I just we have to do it. I'm trying okay. not to make right. fun of it. Video of a video of a man snapping his neck while jumping a subway turnstile in Queens has emerged. It's I feel bad for the guy, Brido. I too have suffered I too have suffered an injury on the New York subway, Brido. But this this story is too insane. We have to talk about it. I'm sorry, okay. everyone. I'm sorry for his family. I'm sorry for this guy. Christopher De La Cruz, 28, was pronounced dead following the incident at the Forest Hills 71st Street, 71st Avenue train station. Jumping a turnstile? Yeah, there's a video of it. it you could just see the stills if you want to. Oh, I don't know. Just, uh, yeah, just tell me. I, I'm going to tell you. In Queens, it's 6.45 a.m. Sunday disturbing surveillance shows surveillance video shows de la cruz trying to jump over a turnstile after he entered the subway station the first time he tries to jump over he eats it and drops his phone this is like a young 28 year old guy this isn't like this is a guy who looks like he could hop it nbd yeah he then stumbles back for a second before repeatedly trying to hop over another turnstile after multiple attempts De La Cruz is seen hoisting himself up, but losing his balance and then flipping headfirst over the oh. barrier. He crashed down on his head and instantly broke his neck, killing himself. Well, hey, man, he didn't <laughs> suffer. I don't know. It's the craziest thing, because if you've ever lived in a big city and taken a lot wow. of trains, people do it all the time. But the way that he did it is picture like hiked up on there. Yeah. He hikes up he and gave he, him, he, he gave himself a pile driver. He tries to hike, just go over it and he catches his foot, his yeah. feet, and just dunk. And just he did the uh, ridiculousness uh, uh, jump man. Yes. The the scorpion. The scorpion. Logo. I just, yeah. then there's footage. He's just bang. That's it. Lights out. Poor guy. Poor guy. Wow. Yeah. Christopher De La Cruz, RIP 28. Oh wow. fuck! I don't. I don't. Even, I don't want to dwell on it, but um, I can't process this. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're trying to save two bucks, then dead. Yeah, I guess like you go your whole life, right? And you whole try life. to you try to eat right. You try to, and then you could just you could just <laughs> try to hop over a three foot thing and end your life. It's crazy. It's like you couldn't you couldn't do that if you tried. You know, no. like it's one of the, like you could jump off a 20 foot building and try to, kill, but you, yeah. you couldn't, you would just force your brain would make your feet go first. It's what it's, uh, I can't two bucks. You're saving like whatever the train costs now, 
two bucks. In fast, in fast six, when I'll bring it back to Fast Furious, lighten it up with that. Out of the car, and Vin Diesel jumps and tackles her mid-air over two bridges, Mm -hmm. and they land perfectly on a car's window. Hardest I've ever laughed in my life. I think it's incredible the stuff that happens in that movie, and you. Uh, I suspend my fucking. I sit there and I'm like, every time, I don't know how they're alive. Every single second of those movies, Brado was working his way through uh, the entire Fast Furious series. Was this on the pregame? I get confused. I think we stopped doing it because of the Jeep. Like I was thinking, like, did we fucking talk about this or not? I don't know. Like, I, I don't... It becomes a blur because you get an extra yeah. half hour of programming if you listen to, th- and it bleeds. I don't in. think we did. I don't think we did. But like, it was. What's funny is I'll make ton- I make references to what we talked about before throughout the show, and then I remember yeah. that. What did, was that before? Was that yesterday? <laughs> Yeah, was that half hour ago? We do it back ha- to back. Back to back. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's I, I will say this. If you're listening to the show and you're like, you heard us like make a reference and you're like, that wasn't the funniest thing. I that's ever why. Heard. You listen to that, you listen to that pregame. That's why. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why. why. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our top story. Is, it, is top story like the big story at the end or is top story at the top? Probably the top. It's the, it's the, it's First. the penis in the relationship. It's, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> A big story. The big end story. In yeah. scumbag. Top, our, our top story. I think that's the way you lead with, right? <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. But like our big story. The big story tonight. Maybe it's that. Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe it's like, yeah. In... in the big in top in top news. The big story tonight, Brado, in scumbag reality star news. A 90-day yeah. fiance star is retiring from selling farts after a heart attack scare. <laughs> a little what? Mike Judge there. You ever watch 90-day fiance, Bride? Of course not. Okay. I don't know. You have a wife. Sometimes they like to watch these programs. <laughs> it's very popular. Oh, and I did I did put an asterisk here. Uh, to ask you if you've watched 90 Day Fiance because then we can play our game of what is it about? Oh, okay. I do know. <laughs> it's a fun game frequent, here on the program. The guests, one of the frequent guests on Hunk, Mike Carosa, says that 90 Day Fiance Australia is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Some people like it. Yeah. I used to, um, when I lived with a woman, watched a lot of this garbage and uh, I don't have to anymore. And it's fabulous. <laughs> And but when you watch enough of it, you try and figure out, okay, I can stomach this housewife show. This one I gotta completely tune out. I want all these people to die. And 90 Day Fiance was was tolerable because they got this big ed guy who doesn't have a neck and he's a real piece of trash and he's kind of stupid. Okay, so 90 Day Fiance, is it like a bachelor type show? It's or yeah, it's it's like people in 90 days you're gonna find the love of your life but it's like multiple men and and women no it's like you're gonna get married in 90 days but it's usually someone overseas so they get like their green card type of situation but you have to i think you get i think they can come over and be together for 90 days and then if it doesn't work out they can go back they have to go back like it has to work out or after 90 days they can stay See, if you can explain it to me, like, easily, I'm out anyway. Like, I did enjoy Love at First Sight. I did enjoy that at the beginning of COVID. I watched, like, I I watched that goddamn show, and that was fun. Well, it's it's like 
two people that one lives in South Africa and one lives in America or some dudes getting cat like there there's this one pathetic guy who is in love with a Russian chick who obviously is just using him for money and then he like slowly reveals like well I've given her like you know over 5 years you know I've given her $200,000 and you know I just want to go on one date like a kiss would be nice stuff like that there's that lots oh of that God. and there's like no. some Colty guy who's also a piece of shit, this living shit, who lives with, my his, problem is, lives with like, his mom and like he's I can't a scum. My, I can't do it. I yeah. can't like because I'm like some producer told him to say that. Right, but a like, lot I, of I just don't believe it. A lot of them are just they're money grubbers or they're just psychopaths, scumbags. Either way, Brido, there's this one broad on this program. Her name's Stephanie Motto, who I really um, disliked in a severe way. And she gets in this relationship with a uh, it's a chick in New Zealand or um, or Australia. It doesn't matter. They're the same. And the one chick's super in love with her and she says she's in love with her and she goes to visit. And like the whole time they make out like once, but then they won't do and She won't. They will chick boner. And then it just gets weird. And then she's like, I don't know. I don't know. And you can kind of sense that, that they're both influencers and the us New Zealand chicks kind of like, all right, but the Stephanie motto chick, I'm going to tell you this story about is just a real like grub for money, like liar influencer type chick who says she's sick and almost going to die all the time. But now I don't think if that's any even, even real, like she doesn't seem to talk about it. Like she couldn't get on a plane. It was a big deal. And she had a whole suitcase of pills to keep her alive every day. And now I'm starting to realize that that's also just bullshit. And this chick is so, so this is so bright. Oh, this is a trash reality influence per person. And I'm going to tell you a story about how she had to retire from selling her farts after a heart attack scare. Stephanie Motto, 31, grossed everyone out on social media when she recently announced that she makes more than $50,000 a week selling her farts. The Connecticut resident had gained international <laughs> recognition after appearing on the show reality show 90 Day Fiance and later started her own YouTube channel, wrote books, and founded an X-rated subscription site called Unfiltered. So, again, this is a chick barely alive from some fucking disease that she says she has who tricked some chick into some other shit that they were in love, but then... GX all psycho and they break up and it looks real fucking forced. This I, falls into the category of are they insane or quirky? Because if I saw somebody down at the park being like, buy my farts. <laughs> buy my farts. Buy my farts. Buy my farts. You mean buy my farts? Buy my farts. <laughs> the creep fest then moved on to ripping beefs in jars and selling them because she thought quote, it'd be a hilarious publicity move that would get a lot of people's attention. Yeah, it maybe gets you money, but a key word what? being attention for you, not people's. She catches farts in jars? She farts in jars. What do you know about uh, fart jars, Brido? I know that that song by Bray Wyatt that was like, catching farts in a jar. And everybody was like, so put the lights out and put their lighters on when he would come out. It's like... It's more of a prevalent thing than I, I realize. Like people farts in a jar. People fart in jars. People no. Yeah, because you can smell it afterwards. 
Because you can what it? You can still smell it. Well, it's a it's a Eddie Murphy. I'm making an Eddie Murphy reference. You can smell it. Oh, oh. Bite the bubbles, oh, bathtub. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You can smell it. So, wait, so you can legit? This is okay. You can fart you in a jar, it, and the fart put, smell stays in there. Okay, so you put the jar up to your to your bee hole. Yes. And you and you and you make a little tootie, mm-hmm. and then you cover and you screw the lid on real real quick, so the fart stays in the jar. Yes, and the same guy who told me about the poo stick, the poop stick, bro. <laughs> yes, he had a fart jar, like well, they called it the fart jug. It was a jug. Jug. Yeah, it was a oh, jug okay. with a cork like in it. No, just like they called it the fart jug, but it was like one of those gallon like pickle like jars or something. And you can like right. fart repeatedly in it and it'll like make okay. it stronger, I guess. I don't have yeah. one and I've never done this. And I would tell you if I did and you okay. know this. Yeah. And just yesterday, because mm-hmm. with the boys, they're always talking about fart jugs. Just yesterday. And fart I mean, jugs. I mean, yesterday. Snow- Chug vids and fart jugs. Snow. <laughs> yeah. Snow. <laughs> Chug vids and fart jugs. That's a good name for my album that I'll never make. Just yesterday, Snowman said he do a went, Sandler album. Get on the Sandler. Yeah, album. yeah, yeah, yeah. You write it, and I'll just say the words. Snowman said he wished he had a fart jug because he was having some primo gas quote that was going to waste. Okay, wait, waste <laughs> meaning waiting, what? Are, what do they do with the farts once they're captured in there? I asked. They put them where the they put them where the Ghostbusters with the ghosts. I guess, and I asked, and I said, like, what are you going to do with these? And he said, and then well, one day they come and unleash him on Manhattan. He said they're real strong, more than usual. Maybe someone can enjoy it later. That's what the answer was. What? So how do you? So so then how do you unleash the hoons? Like you just uncork it and then you just wait, or you got to do something special? Maybe you just like open it up and just set it by someone, or. You're like, hey, set sm- it. Sm- you just set it. In smell this. P- smell this pickle jars. You can still smell the pickles in it. So if somebody walks up to you with a jar in Michigan and goes, "Smell this jar," never do. Right. They might say, "Jug." Smell this jug. Either way, don't smell it. Smelling it would be a bad choice. Right, because it's someone's old. They put their butthole up to it first of all. Right, and farts are just tiny bits of, of uh, fecal matter that's what that is it's poop that floats in the air and molecules and yeah don't don't ingest someone else's poop after I was thinking about this this awesome move though let's say you have covid mm-hmm. and but you're asymptomatic you could just walk up to somebody and then put your fists up like and go <coughs> on both fists and then punch them in the face with your with I like your that covid cop I like that and you go hey usher Fuck you, you bitch! And you put punch, put punch on with your COVID fist. That's really taking things up a notch. After making two hundred thousand dollars in sales, she sold. She made two hundred thousand dollars farting into jars Hold and selling them. On, but she she made fifty G's a week. Then she only did, did it, it for four days. Four, week, four, four weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks. The influ, I fucking Brido. I hate influencers. It's, no, they they seem to have the answer. They're all phony scammers. You know what I fucking hate the most is that you, that you've just been farting into the air, man. And- <laughs> <laughs> that 
that sees wasting the, all your potential. That sees the awkward commercial on depression they play on NFL Network every five seconds with the silly music. Like, Brado, if you watch NFL Network, and I know you don't, as a person with mental health issues, it makes me want to kill myself. It's doom 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 and then it's a bunch of smash cuts of influencers just making. And I know they're all those they're those YouTube influencer peoples. Because I know I've worked with a bunch of them making this face like, well, I don't know what to say. And it's on the fucking NFL network that no one knows. No one watches that gives a flying fuck about any of those people. And they will literally, literally play that commercial five times in an hour. And every time it comes on, I want a fucking gun in my mouth. It makes me so anxious, and it it's it makes a mockery of anyone with any sort of mental issues. Maybe if you want to play that on some silly bullshit like Powderpuff Girls commercial or something, maybe that's fine. But it's on that all fucking day, and I have no idea why. And also, Brido, not done. If you told me that if you told me you made two hundred thousand dollars in four weeks, and you go, I saw my farts, I'd be like, fuck it, you are a legend. <laughs> You are my hero. I don't know if we can be friends. I, 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 I don't know. You write a book on the fart of the deal? But I can't be pals with you if you're a guy who sells jars of farts to people. You don't care about my fart of the deal joke? No, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> write a book about it. The fart of the deal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He could make that now. They don't buy it. Oh, fucking... Mega, yeah, yeah. We should all be Dude, farting in jars. <laughs> Trump, Trump could. Fart. I wonder if he's thought about farting in jars. Probably. Trump farts. They're the best farts. Unbelievable farts. You've never smelled farts like this, folks. I mean, NFTs are no better than a fart in a jar. <laughs> NFTs are far jart or jarts. <laughs> Jar farts. Jug farts. <laughs> Jug farts. <laughs> I know it's an NFT. It's my fart. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what if farts age really well and they like like wine? You're like, oh, you you because you didn't age it in a jug. Oh, it would have been good. You would have liked it. It's like cheese. You know, it's kind of ripe, but it's good. It's a good ripe. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find out. Aged jug farts really really. Brian, well start valuable. get yourself a fart jug and start collecting them. And then we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. I mean, the, sh the shorts I'm wearing are a oh fart jug. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she announced her retirement when Motto was rushed to the hospital with chest pains she feared were symptoms of a heart attack. Brad, I get heart attack, chest pain, gas bubbles all the time. Do you get these? No. No. I get them all the time. Very oh. common. For some, some oh, people, the, the our downstairs neighbor, the homeless guy, was uh, in at the, our first apartment, was laid out on the ground having a heart attack, and it turned out it was a gas bubble. Right, gas bubbles get up into your chest, and I'll, I know what it is, and it happens like I'm at the uh, at the gym, like on the treadmill, you know, shit's yeah. moving around and gets jostled, and wow, yeah, it feels, but it doesn't, it's not a fucking heart attack. This chick wasn't having a fucking heart attack. After she goes undergoes a battery of tests, including blood work and an EKG, Motto was told that her pain was the result of her steady diet of gas-inducing beans and eggs. She's 
Oh, so she. Oh, what a fucking gross-out prig person! Just have some oh self. Have some self-respect. Fucking farm animal person. I thought I was having a stroke, and that these were my final moments. Motto said I was overdoing it. If again, if you watch Ninety Day, you know this is a crazy person with no shame. Oh my god! Probably you didn't tell me it was egg farts. That's a oh my god! We're gonna get even deeper into that. This attention is not cool. This chick just wants attention. You sell farts for money. There's no nobility left in you. You have no nobility left. You have none. You're a person, and I don't give a fuck if it's people's, people's like uh, their fetish. Like I understand that you you shouldn't make fun of two people because they're in love, and that's that's wrong. People are allowed to love who whoever they please, but if we can't make fun of weird fucking fetishes, then no. Why why is she the villain here? How about the guy whoever is buying the farts? I just think that this chick, yeah the. We don't know who those people are. They're not here. So we have to, I have to, I have to take shots at this person who's a piece of trash. The self-proclaimed fartrepreneur, she calls herself a fartrepreneur. This is a, you're a human being. I don't care. Like, (laughs) See, there were people in the vaudeville days who just farted, like really funny. Right. They could suck air into their... Howard Stern. They could suck air Randy the Fart Man or whatever his name was. Yeah. She was squeezing out 50 jars worth of farts a week to keep up with the high demand and even added protein shakes to her diet to make them even more stank. So she's... This is fucking... No, she's the best. No, yeah, not no. the best. I, no, the best. Not the best. Are there that She's many the guys who like to beat at the farts? Specifically her farts? It seems like you could she just... She couldn't keep up with demand. The market has spoken. It seems like you could just find someone on Craigslist and get it straight from the source. Get it no, fresh. No, they wanted it from her. Get they it from the tap. Her. No, I wouldn't... Uh. I remember within one day, I had about three protein shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup. That's a quote. <laughs> Ah, what, yeah, you know. What are you doing? What is this? She's not saying, like, she's crazy if nobody wants it. But it sounds like she has to, like, keep, like, it's, she sounds like she's under a lot of stress to keep up, you know, supply chain uh, problems. And I, I might back this to, if I didn't dislike her so much. <laughs> see, I don't know who she is, so I think she's a genius. She's awful, and you would hate her guts, Brido. <laughs> She's no, a, it sounds like I love her guts because she farts them. Oh my god, you little fart craver, you fart jug sniffer. She's this hey, is man. a puke fact. Dave from the Carl Wellzine universe wouldn't even do this. If you started marketing Carl Wellzine's farts and you farted in the jar <laughs> and people wanted them. I could tell that something was not right that evening when I was lying in bed and could feel a pressure in my stomach moving upward. It was quite hard to breathe, and every time I tried to breathe in, I'd find a pinching sensation around my heart. And that, of course, made my anxiety escalate. I actually called a friend and asked if they could come over to drive me to the hospital because I thought I was experiencing a heart attack. (laughs) What? Uh, yeah. Don't tell people you do this. Your friend, your family and friends, like this is public knowledge that you sell farts. 
<laughs> I guess if you make if you make two hundred thousand dollars in four weeks selling farts, then that's like that's more admirable than like we what if Mitt Romney society. make money? We have to have a society. How did Mitt Romney make money? Like buying companies and shutting them down. I like that's guess. what's what's better? Just selling some creep uh. farts is better. <laughs> It was made clear that I was experiencing what isn't a stroke or a heart attack, but very intense gas pains. You know who bought the farts is those fat white dudes in pig <laughs> in pig masks from uh, from fucking Squid Game. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that it's is now time for the unveiling of the jug. That... <laughs> a bunch of candles lit. Oh, yeah. You know that the fucking the fat pig mask people from Squid Games are buying. That's what Jeff Bezos probably buys fart jugs. And <laughs> Jeff Bezos definitely probably likes allegedly fart jugs. You, you can yeah. see him. He buys those up. I was advised to change my diet and take a gas suppressant medication, which has effectively way, ended my business. By the way, there's one or two listeners who are physically are have male pattern baldness and who are currently sniffing a fart chug going, fuck those guys. God damn it. Don't leave. There goes two of your... Come on, don't leave. Don't leave. Hey, don't leave. I'm for it. I am for your fart jug sniffing. Oh my God. So she has to not do it anymore because she said she had to take gas suppressant medication. I don't understand why you just can't eat normal and fart like 10 times a day. 10 farts a day is plenty. she was having performance issues, and she really wanted to operate. She's like, that day I had eggs made me fart a bunch. Mato explained that she decided to launch her asshole business on a whim after getting requests. <laughs> As luck would have it, once I put the jars up for sale, they began to sell like hotcakes, she said. Why wasn't it, why wasn't it asshole preneur? <laughs> Asspreneur. Assholepreneur. I honestly could not believe the demand. I think a lot of people have this fetish in secret. I began this venture by eating mostly protein muffins, shakes, and hard-boiled eggs. What are you doing? What are you doing? Just sell your crap in bags if you want to do this. Or throw up. Puke in Ziploc bags. Or pee. Take old Gatorade bottles and then pee in them and then put that for sale. That's because I can't go five seconds without attention and people want to drink my pee, so it's sounding like a good idea. It's not my fault that people like to drink my pee and they give me money for it. I guess that's what I have to do. You don't have to do this. Just because people want to pay for it doesn't mean you have to do this. So she goes on and on. She's like this. You might support this bridal, but this person has to go and live in the world with all this on record. For the rest of her life, <laughs> she starts, she says, I decided to branch out a little bit and try some new recipes to keep it exciting. <laughs> so old gross out starts shoveling in black bean salad, onion, and ham and pepper omelets. I think that certain food, this is real. This is, she's quoting, this is like, and, <laughs> I think that certain pro- foods produce better smelling farts. Is there, this is like an onion article, man. And, uh, yeah. And she said she drank a lot of smoothies. And uh, yeah. despite her financial success, 
The reception to her disgusting business was fabulous. I have a lot of people praising me, calling me a girl boss, like Brido's, all the Brido maniacs out there. I, th- I think that she's a girl boss. I really do. Telling, I think that she's the only girl boss. Telling me that I inspire them to, to be unashamed of who they are and what they do. I don't think you have to be ashamed. I think that I should be able to make fun of it. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you're able to make fun of it, but no, she uh, she made $200,000 in four we're weeks all, selling her We're all fucking dead, Brido. That's what I'm learning. We're all fucking dead. <laughs> this kind of trajectory, this, this is not... And we talked about what is going to be the next thing. Hold after, on, though. If I, if I told you that I did this... You bought you farts mean? on the internet? Not bought, but tooted in a... Tooted in a joke. Well, like, all your buddies do it. You're still friends with them, but they don't get to sell it. I guess. I don't know. Like, if you do this publicly, like, it's my best friend, Brado. Oh, the fart jug guy. Yeah, that's him. That's my. <laughs> yep, that's the guy. That's the that's the, my best pal and my co-host of my radio show. He's. <laughs> you probably know him as the. Rich fart guy who farts in jars and sells those, and and Dude, he mails them out a week, just selling farts and like. But you can do anything if you want. You could make butthole videos or something, Brado. You could blow guys at the in the behind your building. I don't know. Maybe make not that much, but like probably not two, that much. Two point six million dollars a year. Okay, I don't. It just. We, we're all 2.6 yeah but we're all dead now we're all dead because we can't turn back from this we talked about before what's next after butt eating this is it farts and if it yeah buying farts people just be farting in faces that's what Pornhub's gonna be just all people farting in people's faces like every video yeah. be like god damn it why is this stepmom farting on his stepson's face did you hear brian and kelly are going steady she only sells her farts to him now I try my best to not react to these people and give them what they want, which is attention. That's stuff like this, Brido. She's mad that people are telling her that she's a piece of trash and is disgusting because they just want attention. That's what she wants. This is what she wants. This is the attention you get. You're only doing this for attention. Guess what kind of attention you get when you sell fecal matter in jars? Did you think it was going to be cool attention? Did you think it was going to be good? Do you think it was going to be like, really, everyone's going to really be supportive and be like, oh, yeah, high five, Stephanie. Good job, everyone. Yeah, you're my number one. I'm your number one fan. I got a poster of you and bought your album because I love those how you sell farts to people on the internet. And you're the, just the lowest form of making money. And uh, hold, hold on, though. H- how much would you spend? Like, if somebody goes, Check this out. I swear to you, I have a paper of authenticity and a video. This is Ric Flair's fart. I'll give it to you for one buck. Would you be like, yeah, I, I don't know. I have. <laughs> I don't think I want it. I don't want it. I got like, someone's going to open it. It's just going to be disgusting. It's going to be so bad. It's Rick, sealed real good. Ric Flair's farts must be so bad. It just had to be so bad. It's just all protein shakes and alcohol. It's just sour. Woo. <laughs> it's when you open the you jar. Open it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a ghost woo though. It's like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> 
the opening and he goes, mean, woo, uh, Damn it. I guess she's going to sell digital fart jar artwork now instead. This is just, you're the oh, fart, uh, you're, you're the fart chick now. You're the chick who eats fucking piles of trash and then farts and jars and that's you now. So I hope the money's what? worth it. I hope that $200,000 is worth every last penny of you being forever known as the fart person, the, that's what your life life's legacy will go down as. You will never, you will never get past okay. this. You'll never get past this. Just do what's porn. Your fart, what's your what's your fart jar name? Yeah, there's porno name. So there's uh, I came up with two. There's uh, fart jar superstar. That's a good one. Okay. Um, instead of jar jar binks, there's fart jar stinks. That's a good one. Uh, so your what's your uh, uh, what's your what's your fart jar name? Um. Okay. Um. Rip cheeks. <laughs> rip cheeks. That's... Ripped cheeks. Uh, no, just rip. Like the rip cheeks. Rip cheeks. R.I.P. Like, cheeks. Toot, toot and common. Yeah, that's pretty good. Toot and common. <laughs> Slop, sloppy holes. That's pretty good. Sloppy holes. Uh-huh. I can't uh, even. Uh, butt trumpet. We're all dead, Brido. We're all we're all fucking dead. That's what we learned here. We're all dead. Sure, make all your money at the fart jars because this is it. The plane's going down. We were all we go, just when we thought the plane couldn't be headed towards Earth any faster. It's going full force now, baby. It's in a full nosedive. There's no more angle. We're just going straight fucking down. And people like tweet you. at me. Tweet at me. Pro fart jar. Tweet at me. <laughs> we can be on the pro fart jar team together. Not buying it. Just like in favor of her right to dead. sell this shit. We're all dead. <laughs> Become a fart jar millionaire, baby. Follow me on uh, OnlyFans. Rip cheeks. Rip cheeks. OnlyFans. Let's do some power tube. <laughs> On um, New Year's Day, I watched Roadhouse, Lethal Weapon 1, Lethal Weapon 2, Lethal Weapon 3, and Lethal Weapon 4 Wow! all in a row. And four, Le- Lethal Weapon 4 gets a bad rap. It's fucking great. I saw like, yeah, 4 sucks. No, it doesn't. It's fucking great. It's better than that. It's better than other stuff. Jet Li rules in it. It's fucking awesome. I had an incredible day. I even, I, I sat by the fire, chilling at the folks' house. My mom was going to bed. I said, Mom, I'm having a really good day. <laughs> and I did. I had the best fucking day. I didn't talk to anyone. I sat, I watched some football, and then I just watched all of those movies and stared at the TV until like 3.30 in the morning. That's great. Incredible day, Brad. And you were watching, um, you were watching, uh, Fast Fear. Fast, Fast Furious. I, I, I decided I was going to just, you know what, if every movie is a franchise, why fight it? And I was thinking what I wanted to do next was Mission Impossible. I don't know how many Mission Impossible movies there are. Have you I've not watched seen... them? I don't, I think I saw MI2, 1 and 2, but uh, I don't. 4 is good. I, they get I'm, good. How many are How many are there? I, I know there's know. 9 or 10 uh, Fast Furious movies, but I don't know. Um, I watched, like, I watched all the Marvel movies like after Avengers came out because I hadn't seen any of them uh, since Iron Man because like Hulk sucked and I was like done with this. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that you watch it and you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, yeah. I understand why people really like these because they cost a bazillion dollars. They're not like pieces right. of art, but if you just want to have a good time and ride on the roller coaster, they're fun. Yeah. What yeah, is, yeah. Otherwise, what have you been watching, Brad? 
on, mostly that. I that's okay. Uh, I watched a lot of movies. I watched the Ricardos on Amazon. Still have not I, watched. It, it just I, it has not grabbed me. It has not made me excited. I like old Hollywood bullshit, and I, I haven't really seen a TV one. I've seen movie ones. Like I liked Mank. Um, up, uh, don't look up was pretty. It was pretty fun. Yeah, let's talk that for two seconds. I want to do it on pregame, but um, we talked other crap. Yeah, um, yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was plenty fun. I didn't. I didn't think it was a brilliant piece of cinematic history, but I thought it was super fun. It's free, and for being a free movie, I thought it was going to be yeah. crap because I saw a lot of hatred towards it on social media, like critics and this is so bad. And and I watched it, and I didn't take that away at all. And I and but uh, Jesse Pop of Monday Night Beers fame dislikes it actively vince really yes vince was on the side of yeah i liked it it was fine it wasn't like the best thing i ever saw but it did what the did job. jesse say he didn't like it he just actively did not like it what did he say any specifics no, about no, it no he just didn't he just like, like it it's just like some, down, sometimes you watch no a movie and just sometimes you watch a movie and you're just like eh, i didn't like it i thought it was great like i liked dislike. i liked the ending and here's what's interesting is I don't think it really attacks any side. There are some obvious uh, Trumper homages uh, sprinkled without within, but I think it it takes shots pretty much across the board. My um, I have some conservative family members who watched it and recommended it, who really loved it. Really, and they took it as they saw mostly um, that it was digs on Biden. Oh, really? The character, the old guy character is an amalgamation of like a kind of an Elon Musk or a Bill Gates, but he's also Biden because he does the hair sniff. I read that. And he talks like, he talks kind of dumb and slow. talks like Biden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in overall, I think that they they do take shots at at the left, uh, the way that they handle things politically with... Here's a singer and blah, 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 and getting all butthurt on social media. And then they take shots at the right. I think that was very smart, but I found that very interesting. I think that may be why some people, if they don't, the way they look at that movie is it's, uh, it fascinates me that some people may see that film differently than I watched it. If that makes sense, I just thought it, I just thought it was a little on the nose. I read I read a review where someone was describing that character as Joe Biden meets Elon Musk, and I was like, I can't believe in the moment I didn't pick. I just saw Elon Musk or some one of the weird billionaire like rocket guys. Right. Um, it was fun. I got to I rewound the scene at the end. I don't know what I'm giving away, but you see somebody naked, and it was pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, don't don't give away the end. Don't give away the end. But do stay for stay for after the credits. You have to. Yeah. And you might not do that at home. That was the thing. I would have not done that. I just I don't know why I did. It was late. It was like three thirty in the morning. So I've been watching starting a movie at like uh twelve and then I dick around and by the time it's done it's like three thirty. But I just I was playing on my phone and I just let the music play because I really like the scene and I kinda want the ending scene, I really want to just kind of wallow in it. But it's a lot of fun. But I would like to hear uh, other people's opinions because 
it's strange that people actively dislike that movie. Also, when it's actually, it's actually, uh, I don't know what I can say because it's but yeah. It's don't don't of, spoil it because there's a lot. I just kind I of just uh, watched terrifying. It. It's kind of terrifying. Sure, it's and I don't and you made the comment of well, it's too on the nose, but I'm like, yeah, that's why it's good. It's like really like everyone's stupid. <laughs> everyone's we're all we're all focusing on the wrong things when. We're well, all I also don't like. I, I don't know how much of a parody it is when it's actually lo- like exactly what would happen. Right, it is. It's very interesting, but I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. I really liked it. I thought it was fucking now, hell, you, hell of a lot of fun you, for free on Netflix. Did you think that they were discussing global warming, or did you think that they were discussing COVID? I think a lot of it's a, it's a lot of just this is kind. This is everything. You know, it's. Yeah that it's it's covid it's it's global warming it's fucking um i don't know wildfires whatever Whatever you want to put whatever you want to plug in there and and it did a really good job i enjoyed it let's do some power grooves my song of the week is breathe by fabulous off of 2004's real talk fucking forgotten banger of a jam brido what a fucking jam Mm. That's like that. That's fun. That's my that's my um, new. Um, I usually just speed walk on the tread, like I'm I go real fast. But I've uh, I'm I'm adding in some running, like just to see because I never do that. I don't want to bust my knees up because then you can't do sure. shit. But yeah, yeah. now um, within that hour or half hour or whatever I'm doing that day, fabulous is breathe. I run for the whole time. I'm going like, to write that down. Real fast. I run real fast for the whole song because it's so, it's, it really gets you going. Dun, 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 dun. What's your, what's, what's your favorite treadmill song? Oh, um, I mean that currently is for sure. You know, have you ever fucked, have you ever put on bombs but, over Baghdad on a, on a treadmill? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's the, it's the best. That's great. Also, I would say number two, along with, yeah, in conjunction with "Breathe" is uh, "Want Want to Want Me" by Jason Derulo and his big penis. <laughs> <laughs> by Bitch Usher. <laughs> by fuck you, Bitch Usher. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Bitch Usher. All right, what do you listen to? Then we'll get out of here. Okay, mine. I I have a Pandora station, which I've never had because I I got Beats uh, for I almost said Halloween for Christmas. I got Beats, <laughs> dude. J. Cole fucking rips. And so whatever fucking song came out, whatever his big hit is, J. Cole, I was like, who is this? This guy's awesome. Yeah, J. Cole's and got bangers. I had no idea. That yeah. was uh, after my after my time. He's on the Kanye channel. I have a Kanye channel, a Guns N' Roses channel, and a Metallica channel. And that's really all I need. Yeah, and you need them for your twice-a-day, 45-minute workouts. That's true, yeah. I mean, bench pressing with it. They told me, it did tell me today that I've been playing it too loud in my ears. They tell me that every fucking time I'm at the gym. I have it all the way up, and it's just not loud enough. And that's how loud, that's how loud <laughs> I need it. All the way up. That's the te- that's the volume I listen to my headphones. All the way yeah. up, all the time. Nothing else yeah. is. It's irritating. I need it to be loud. You're on the fucking treadmill or barbells are clanging and there's the fucking music at the gym's pumping i need to drown all that shit out yeah mm. i don't know why let me ruin my ears i also if you want to check it out i uh we did not do 
two flagship shows the last two weeks, but I'm on a, a fabulous episode of Hunk, which is fantastic. You can look that up when you go subscribe to Hunk. I'm on the new entry level with Brooks Whelan. Um, Brooks is, is bringing back guests, so I was the first bring back. That's a lot of fun to listen to. Real, I tell some real dark fucking stories. And there's two Monday Night Beers. Please subscribe to this, the, that, this, that. If you listen to this program, you'll love MNB with Gnarly Zach, uh, Vince Averill, and, um, and Jesse Pop the Pop Man. It's a real fucking fun time. Anything else Thanks. you want to plug, Brad? Uh, this week on Honk with Mike Bridenstine, Kyle Kinane, uh, Mike O'Connell, Kelsey Ooh. Ayer from Local Natives, and... Joe Kilgallen, that that was a fun one. Wow, uh, it comes out fr- uh, Friday on your on your on wherever you're listening on your radio dial. That's a heavy hitter episode, Bridal. It's it was a lot of fun, Bridal. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having. We're looking for the weekend, you guys. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, yeah, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just doing Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove to some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power.